Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Apparently, cold water swimming uh, will delay dementia. Brilliant. I can't go in cold water. I pass out. I'm allergic to the cold. Brilliant. So that's dementia for me. Morning. Uh, do you know what? Uh, I was thinking uh, about times I've been fired. And uh, I can only think of two times I've been fired. One was I kind of, I did a, proba- a probationary period and then I wasn't kind of picked up and extended. Uh, and that was at BBC Northampton when I was about 22. No, it wasn't Nottingham, Kim. It was Northampton. But thanks very much for your contribution. <laughs> you look very sweet. It's fine. It's, you know, it's a, it's a very free-form podcast. People, you know, they're just here. We're just chatting. It's like local radio. Anyway, so the point is... Uh, no, sorry. Um, uh, I was given a four-week trial doing a Saturday breakfast on BBC Northampton. And uh, I said, well, you know, we'll see how it goes. I was like 21, 22, I think. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. And uh, I, I, it was not a good show. I was very nervous. I had to read the news and I'd never had to do that before. And I didn't know how to pronounce, you know, difficult words like, um, you know, parliament. Anyway, uh, I sort of staggered through it. Uh, and, I, and so I would go up. On the Friday afternoon, I would I would drive up and I'd sort of do a little bit of prep. And then I'd do... I have no idea where I would stay. I don't know where I stayed. What did I do? Anyway, I would uh, then go in on the Saturday morning. I think it was... Maybe I stayed with my then-girlfriend's sister. Or then-sister. Maybe they broke up. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I was... I sort of knew it wasn't very good. But I was gamely doing my best. And uh, BBC Northampton. That's not Nottingham, Kim. It's Northampton, okay. Anyway, uh, the 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 studios and and offices were like on the high street at the top of the pedestrianised bit, and so I was waiting to sign in to go in, you know, because obviously you had to sign in and everything. And I was waiting in reception, and uh, there was this elderly couple ahead of me in reception. And uh, the the receptionist was very nice. Was sort of saying, "No, no. I mean, I I, I completely understand uh, what you're saying, and I, and I, and I assure you, I, I I will I will pass it on." And then I heard this whole couple say, "No, nah, because uh, absolutely, no, honestly, it's the worst thing we've ever heard." And I felt that kind of twenty four hours in police custody, bass drop, kind of. 
I was like, I think I know what they're talking about. They said, honestly, it is the worst thing we have ever heard. It's a disgrace. And the receptionist was saying, no, honestly, I promise you, I will pass that on and stuff. And then they said, and if it's on tomorrow morning, then that is it. And I was like, yeah, I knew it. They're talking about me. And the receptionist just caught my eye and went, do you want to just go through? I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And uh, after that was my last show of my four-week probation. And the, the very sweet editor said, you know what? We, we liked it and we thought there was great potential there. But we, we, we had so many complaints. <laughs> it's like, it take, takes quite a lot to get complaints, I think, in local radio. You know, there's some tremendous local radio out there. Elsewhere, the bar is quite low. I managed to smash it. Go me. So the only other time I've been fired uh, is uh, when I was fired from talk radio. Um, the station manager phoned me up. This is uh, when it sort of came under new control. Uh, not straight away, but uh, once it was under new management, it's now, of course, owned by uh, News UK, who own uh, The Times and The Sun and uh all of that and uh the station head and i'd always sort of strove to maintain quite a studious studiously neutral tone on the show um very much playing uh devil's advocate if you like uh trying to make sure that there was uh as much political neutrality as possible i'm not i'm not i wasn't up for upsetting anybody and i you know it was a sunday morning show i didn't want to mess anybody about it wasn't it's not a time for conflict is it anyway uh after a, you know the sort of the statutory acceptable few months had passed uh it was time for the cull and uh, the station head phoned me up and said um i mean you realize like they were never gonna let a loony lefty like you have a show on our network and i thought wow I mean, if you only know me through this podcast, then then yeah, you'll you you'll have a strong sense of where my politics lie. But that, you know, this was like a conscious decision I took with this podcast that I wasn't going to kind of just mask who I was and be kind of ambiguous about it. But you know, on air, in terms of broadcasting, you know, there are sort of scruples that you have to have, and there's a tone that you have to strike, and I'd like to think that I struck it. And uh, I certainly didn't feel I was coming across as a loony lefty. But that's what I was told. They were never going to let someone like you go on. So who do we have now? We have Dan Wooten. Here he is talking to a Labour MP yesterday. You do understand that, that science has forever used... Uh, herd immunity in order to deal with these uh, to deal so with you, these coronaviruses. I really believe. I really believe you, you need to, to read, herd, herd immunity. Yeah, and protect protecting the vulnerable. And I really think you should read and the how Great do you Barrington. Just tell, just take me through how you protect the vulnerable. But there's a whole so load of, of ways infected. to do it, Chris. Chris, there's a whole load of ways to do it, and the Great Barrington Declaration spells it all out. But look, you're a nutcase. You're a complete and utter nutcase, oh, Chris, and you're dangerous as well, Chris. Do you know what? You can go off now. Get rid of this man. Because actually, we will not have people abuse... Etc. Uh, 
I mean, we don't necessarily have to get into the science of it. We don't have to get into the fact that it's a virus that's already mutated at least once um, and that people have been documented catching it more than once. So it's not like the measles where you get it once and then you never get it again. It, it's, it's not that kind of... Villain. But that that's not sort of what I'm interested in. I'm kind of interested in why do you take this stance? You know, what... what if you're in the media, what, why do you take this line? What... What is it you're doing? Why do you hook yourself to this kind of populist opinion? It slightly reminds me of uh, the Island of Pleasure in Pinocchio, uh, where the speaker says, right here, boys, right here. Get your cake, pie, dill, pickles and ice cream. Eat all you can. Be a glutton. Stuff yourselves. It's all free, boys. It's all free. Hurry, 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 hurry. There's something about the media when it decides to... Uh, latch itself onto and amplify uh, a populist opinion a popular but but wrong opinion or kind of giving people what they want and i feel that you know farage was was so good at that so he was so good at saying i know it's hard and you get sort of I, I i described it the other day as virtue fatigue wouldn't it be brilliant if someone said to you do you know what you don't have to sort your recycling anymore you don't have to worry about plastic anymore Plastic is actually fine. And when it breaks down, uh, it turns into unicorn eggs. Like, I want to believe that. I'd love to believe that. You know, I, I'm tired of fretting about my plastic consumption. I'm tired of all of that. How lovely it would be if someone was to say, herd immunity is the way for... You know what? You should go out there. You should get coronavirus. It's not a, It's no big deal, guys. No big deal. I would love to hear that. I would love to believe that's true. Why do people do this? Like th th this, this kind of ah, uh, when you know it's not right. Like it, like all you're doing is sort of serving this opinion, and I and I and it, there's kind of a worse thing to it than that. Would you, I, I, one of uh, Trump's? I don't know if it was a senator or an advisor. I can't find the tweet, but somebody, um, one of them tweeted the George Orwell quote about this final step was the most essential, uh, which was that you had to believe what you were told rather than the evidence that was directly in front of you. And the, this is the true nightmare, which is that the, the liars are telling you that the people telling the truth are lying. And it's, it's impossibly hard to, to counter that. Um, I don't, I don't know what you do. You, you know, you're basically being falsely accused of, of lying by a liar. And how, how do you ride that? And how do you correct that? Uh, incidentally, uh, the rate of wrongful convictions in the United States is estimated to be somewhere between 2 and 10%. So right now, there's anywhere between 46 and 230,000 prisoners falsely incarcerated in the States. But they're making a lot of money for a lot of corporations, so it it doesn't it doesn't really matter. How do we win against liars accusing us of lying? How do we deal with Dan Wooten and his insane line he's taking on herd immunity when he says, "Look at the science," but the science is palpable. That there is no such thing as herd immunity and it would be catastrophic. 
You know, in the United States, you'd be talking about six million people dead. How do you deal with that? I ended up Googling it. There's a thing called nonviolent communication or NVC or compassionate communication or collaborative communication. Um, it was developed by a guy called Marshall Rosenberg in the 60s. And it works on this assumption that all human beings have capacity for compassion, which I think is true. Like, I go back to eBay. The founding principle of eBay was that most people are basically good. And it works. eBay's done pretty well off that assumption. There's very little abuse of the eBay system. Everybody kind of plays nice. Um, so the idea is that with nonviolent communication, uh, the idea is that you you don't uh, you try not to act solely selfishly, but you also articulate your needs. So you're it's still about you getting the things that you need, but perhaps embracing the idea that um, maybe this is something that you can reconcile with other people because everybody has shared needs and goals, right? So there are various assumptions you make with nonviolent communication. All human beings share the same needs. Um, assumption number two, a little bit dated, a little bit from the 60s, our world offers sufficient resources for meeting everyone's basic needs. <laughs> okay, that was then. But I mean, you could, if you toned it down a bit, uh, that all actions are attempts to meet needs, which is true, right? Like, what does Dan Wooden need? And let's look at that. Uh, feelings point to needs being met or unmet. I'll go with that. All human beings have the capacity for compassion. I believe that. All human beings enjoy giving. I believe that. Human beings meet needs through interdependent relationships. Human beings change. Choice is internal. And that the most direct path to peace is through self-connection. I mean, you might want to talk about talk to Jeffrey Tubin about that one. That's, you can Google that story. He's uh, He works for the New York Times, I think, and uh, CNN. And um, didn't realise his camera was on when he was in the middle of a Zoom. And how he was focusing on what people were talking about while he was doing that, I don't know. Anyway, it's an interesting idea, I think, that... You, you, do you believe that Republicans want to make the world a better place because i do i don't think their approach is necessarily the best one for everybody but uh i accept that i think their their idea of what that is might not be something shared but i think i think they're mainly frightened uh and i don't you know i think if you could take away their fear if you could take away then you know why why does trump need more money why why do all these people need more money it obviously assuages some fear in them so if we could get rid of that fear maybe they wouldn't need all the money maybe you could give some to poorer people you might not want to kind of it might feel like you're babying these people or indulging them but unless we understand the psychology of our opponents there's never going to be progress constantly having you know us saying they're lying 
whether they're lying or not, it's just never going to, you're never going to recruit. Take this from someone who's been a vegan campaigner for 10 years. (laughs) You know, you, you never guilt anyone into changing. It just doesn't work. You never shame them into changing. So maybe we, we sit down and we say to people politically opposed to us, what is it you need? And what do you, you know, what, what, what is it that you need to be given for you to feel safe and okay? And how can we apply that to other people? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying conversations like that. We all know how frightened Trump is because if he loses the presidency, that it's game over for him. He's going to be, you know, locked up probably. So nothing better than a frightened man with all the nuclear codes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm going to uh, close with a slightly brighter uh story for you <laughs> because we could all do with a hug i've got the new huga for you um which is uh and, and it's amazing uh julie sent me the story and uh this absolutely chimes with me yes only yesterday i saw footage of a guy cuddling a cow on facebook and i was like i want to do that i really want to cuddle a cow well, uh, there's a Dutch far- farm offering it cow cuddling. Uh, it's called Kirknuffelen. Uh, uh Cow hugging. You get a tour of the farm. Uh, this is where we forcibly impregnate them. This is where we rip the calves out and then chuck them in the skip. Anyway, uh, but I can't hug one. Why not? Sorry. Um, you get to hug the cow for up to three hours. Uh, it's believed that because they have a slightly warmer body temperature and a slower heartbeat, it's, uh, it promotes positivity and reduces stress by boosting oxytocin in humans, the hormone released in social bonding. Uh, so never mind the elephants and the asses. Maybe we need some cows in the White House. Uh, to your emails then, because uh, thanks very much. 
always love your emails and uh got loads of them it's not today at swanburst.com if you would like to uh email me you can email anything at all uh joel has a long story about trying to send me a, a birthday present i appreciate that thank you um it didn't it didn't arrive but uh Anyway, uh, I was also asking what what small things make you a hero. Alex says, dear, I can't believe it's now butter. (laughs) Yes. Damn you, Flora. Damn you for putting buttermilk back in your marge. Uh, You asked for examples of modern day heroism, and I would like to nominate my neighbour, Andrew, who I'm fairly certain does not listen to this podcast. Statistically, it's almost impossible that he could. When we moved in a few years ago, we found that we moved to an area with a rotating system of bin collection. Oh, yeah. Well, that's everywhere now, isn't it? One week it will be the black-lidded bin for rubbish. The next, the blue-lidded for recycling. There's a footnote there. I'm sure at this point you're wondering about garden waste. Well, you have to pay extra for it, but I refused and bought a compost bin instead. Take that, the man. Yes, but are you weeing on it? You should wee on your compost. Also, try Bukashi bran. It's really cool. It's this bran that smells like vinegar and you sprinkle it over your compost and it breaks down really fast. Anyway... Uh, as we didn't know which week it was, refuse-wise, our new neighbour, Andrew, kindly put the right bin out for us without us even asking. Since then, every week, for the past two years, at 6pm on a Thursday, he has heroically taken our bin down to the end of the drive for us. And every week at about 11.45pm, I've had to carry all my rubbish down to the end of the drive to put it in the bin because I'm never organised enough to do it earlier. <laughs> yes. I then have to put both of our bins back the next morning. However, I'm sure you understand that I can never, never, ever speak to him about the situation. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Do you even make eye contact on such relationships is modern Britain built? (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. Very good, Alex. Thank you for that. I love that. Could tell me, do you have any other non... That's a great thread. What non-verbal communication do you have? Particularly with neighbours, I think. Or maybe people in shops. You know, what 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 weird little rituals do you go through with people? Uh, not today at swanburst.com. I love that story. That's so good. Uh, oh, that's a long email here. Uh, shall I read it? Why not? Hi, Jake. yappa dappa do. Sorry, you must have heard them all. Hadn't heard that one. Thanks. Brace yourself for a long read. Sorry. You don't know me, and I shall basically rain man, and can remember reading out my name as one of the people who came third in the third game of that Google Sheets number game. Oh, yeah. Oh! I'm going to unleash Spot the Rock on you in a minute. I love your community. Came in at episode three. Wow. Caught up with the first two and genuinely feel guilty if I don't listen to an episode in the day it came out. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry about yesterday. Uh, Small administrative error. What happened was I uploaded the podcast. um, But before I submitted it, I I really needed a poo. So I went and had a poo. And then by the time I finished my poo, I'd forgotten I hadn't submitted it. And it was only when someone emailed me about four o'clock saying, where's the podcast? And I was so cross because I was like, where's the public outpouring of love for DJ the best? I was looking forward to compiling it all into an email and sending it to him. Uh, anyway, 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 I'm sorry I haven't Patreoned yet. I really should do. Oh, it's okay, Will. Um, by the way, it's patreon.com slash not today pod. If you'd like to support the podcast, 
well, we would just love that. And there's stuff. You get access to uh, extra videos and live watch-alongs and badges, uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and in fact, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I've been thinking about this. I'm going to make an album, I think, uh, like a sort of an annual. You remember like uh, Ministry, was it Ministry used to do uh, albums? Uh, like, you know, the, the, the annual of the year. I'm going to, I'm going to make a CD of like uh, the best songs and stuff from the first year of the podcast. And, uh, and it's, I'm going to send it free to top tier Patreons, I think. Top tier though. Top tier. Gotta be top tier. Anyway, uh, you've brought joy, education, sadness, and a host of other emotions into my daily life. Oh, crikey. And I give you nothing in return. Look, you're here. That's all I ask. Ridiculous behavior. I'll sort it out after this. I've got halfway through emails many times, like when you wanted celebrity encounters. And I didn't tell you about the time Huggy Bear walked into a pub, shouted, Blood! And walked over to me to buy me a pint and had a 15-minute chat with me and my friends because I bought him one the day before. Oh, but I love the gentle, unspoilt village you've created. Oh, and wouldn't want to move in and over time install a metaphoric sluice gate spraying effluent over the pretty thatched cottages. Some of the thatched cottages might like it, Will. You don't know. Anyway, I seem to have discovered a pleasant side and I'm trying to help someone out and thought that you or someone from your lovely parish might be able to offer advice or help. Okay, then. I discovered recently that a good friend of mine, following lack of work during Covid, relationship issues, nothing sinister, anxiety and depression, had been living in his car. Oh, wow. Although by the time I found out, had secured a room in a sort of halfway house homeless shelter. I've only known him for about eight years since he started teaching me my, at the time, four-year-old, how to break dance. Oh, cool. But I'd known of him for much longer. He's a bit of a local celebrity, a breakdancer since the early 80s, and still dresses like that in his 50s. It's kind of a character that he puts on. He utilises this character for so much good, though. Over the years, the amount of time he's given helping mental health and local charities, helping kids from the less affluent areas of Sheffield make something of themselves, and the amount of work he's done in the community is incredible. I started looking into getting him an OBE a couple of years ago, but we just had our second boy and I'd started a new job and there was too much work involved at the time. One day, one day. Anyway, I'd sit and watch him teach kids break dancing, and he'd play music from his phone through a PA speaker, but would have to keep running to and fro to turn it off and speak to the class. I offered to DJ for it and we became really good friends and until lockdown had a local TV and radio show playing reggae and promoting young artists from South Yorkshire. That's the background of our relationship. I love this! He's doing much better since he's been there and when I went to visit him, I guess this is the halfway house, he mentioned that after 20 years he'd started drawing again. I didn't even know he owned a pencil. He showed me the first drawing he'd done and I couldn't believe how good it was. I should add context here though. I have an embarrassing lack of appreciation for art, but can appreciate the skill it takes. My Cumberlands... <laughs> yeah, I got the Chantonet carrots. Can barely draw a stick man. I asked him to send me a photo of the drawing, uh, attached, of his friend's father, who sadly died of Covid in April, and asked if he wouldn't mind me putting it on the internet. I've really got into Reddit since lockdown, and I thought I'd post it to the art page and ask for advice, but having looked through it, no one ever commented on the art, just upvoted. So I posted it on a page called Interesting as... Hmm. Um, I think you know what that word is. Uh, if you haven't, 
you should. You can spend hours in there on Reddit. Now, strictly speaking, even with the backstory, it should have been pulled under their rules. as It's not strictly interesting as, to everyone. But I posted it and went to bed. And when I woke up, it had nearly 12,000 likes, which is quite a lot. And at least 50 messages from people giving advice, asking for commissions, etc. And here's the link. I will put it on Twitter. Um, I hope you can handle the uh, URL. Um, This was last Friday morning. And since then, I've had a fire lit inside me to try and help him the way he's helped so many people. Could be a midlife crisis. Hope not. I'm only 42. 84 seems too young to die. I've had various advice on trying to get him to draw graphic novels, to pet portraits. But the way he draws, he seems to bring out the soul of the subject. Sounds horrifically cliched and I'm not proud, but he's shown me a couple of work in progress pictures and they're just mind blowing. Anyway, my idea for him, he's massively on board, by the way. I was worried it might overwhelm him, but quite the opposite. He's really got his confidence back. Was to try to ride this wave and gain as many commissions as possible, but film himself drawing and stream live on Twitch or Reddit. The buyer would then get a time-stretched, perhaps 10-minute video of their work, and hopefully the live stream would generate more work. Perhaps speed it up further and post it to TikTok. You're getting very multi-platform now, Will. So far, I've managed to blag him a laptop from a company so that he can live stream and he's got an old original GoPro to get him started, hopefully. All of this I'm working on whenever I've got a spare second, but I have zero experience in anything like this and I really don't want to ruin this opportunity by my own ineptitude. Well, it sounds like you're doing an amazing job. So I thought I'd try and get help or advice from Professor Yappel, sorry, and the Yappelites again, sorry. Yappendages? Too far? Never too far. Obviously, I wouldn't expect you to mention it on your podcast. Uh-oh! But if there's any chance you could mention it on Twitter or pop something in the Village magazine just asking for help or advice, it would be amazing. Don't feel any obligation at all, though, and don't feel bad in the slightest if you don't, as I appreciate you probably get weird requests all the time. Well, yes, but that's just for uh, specialist. Uh, anyway, and can't possibly accommodate it. I thought I'd ask. Will, you, you, of course we're on board with this. I wish you unbridled success with your pod and all the av- other avenues you tread. I came late to the yap party, but I'm doing my best to catch up. Uh, oh, wow. He says, well, full veganism is a long way off. I might go five days a week at some point soon. Just not tofu. Listen, tofu is, is, is doable. I understand. I understand. It's basically like a cardboard jelly. Freeze your tofu. It is transcendental. Get your packet of tofu. You know, like cauldron tofu, the one in the refrigerated section in the little plastic tub. Get that, open it, drain it, freeze it, defrost it in the microwave, squeeze it a bit. It will feel like an old school sponge. Slice it, fry it and cover it in like buffalo sauce or uh, just any kind of sauce that you enjoy. And it's crispy and chewy and bitey and it's really good. Don't just try and eat tofu. It's just, you know. You're not ready for that yet. I'm there. But, you know, it took a decade. Anyway, um, if you get time to trawl through this rambling email, thank you for getting this far. I'm sorry some of my sentences were so long. It's embarrassing, but I hope I punctuated them adequately to give you time to breathe. (gasps) Good luck with everything. Literally everything. Uh, But especially Spike, whether he stays at home or goes to school. Uh, He's obviously been through a lot for a little man. I know people have done both, and they all turn out fine in the end, especially with clearly incredibly supportive parents like you. I mean, I give him money for fags. That's where I draw the line. Uh, Will, the person, not the legal document containing instructions as to what should be done with one's money and property after one's death. (laughs) Let's have a look at the picture. Oh, I love that picture. It's genuinely a really good picture. 
Uh, it's great. I'll put it on Twitter. And uh, it's over to you now, dear listener. Uh, do you have any thoughts for what we could do with this guy? Uh, could you help out a bit? Um, I'll see if I can find Will on Twitter. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can all uh, hook up the village. I love the thought of the village. I should do, I want to do a parish gazette. And I want the, I want the Reverend Lionel Crapping to, you know, walk about with toothy smiles uh that's it for the podcast for today um i will show you the uh i will show you the thing um on the twitter and uh you can see what you think all right lots of love to you and uh see you tomorrow take care bye bye. this has been a swanburst media production selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.